is up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the kingdom. My name is Drums, and as always, I am joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Jorn Headley. We'll send it up north as we usually do, see what's going on with our man, Reg. What's going on up there, buddy? It's cold, man. Cold as <laughs> It's very cold. Unbelievable, actually. It came out of nowhere. Um, I think it was like minus 33 here with the wind chill today or something. Not ideal. And like uh, Thursday, it's supposed to be like minus one. Yeah, I think I actually have a tea time this weekend. Oh, um, oh I'm just kidding. Uh, no, things are good. Good up joke, here. Farva. It's like talking about the weather. I need to come up with something new when you when you introduce me. I need something new. I'm going to start brainstorming that for next week. But um, no, things are good. Uh, excited for this podcast. There's a lot of interesting uh, topics here. So I won't waste any more time on my intro. Okay, well, let's send it over to our man, Jor. What's going on, buddy? Top of the evening to you boys. Drums, good to have you back. Reggie, good to see you. I figured Dow would be sitting here in my spot tonight after the rotation we've had lately. <laughs> I got I got my Jets shirt on for drums. I saw Logan Stanley uh, beat the wheels off Wayne Simmons. Lots of Twitter heat over that one. I don't know. I don't really – I don't think he did much, but there's a big uh, – thing on it so i figured i'd rub it in a bit he got him down that's about it did he look like the refs even got in the way there i wasn't sure and i mean he's got well uh, he's got a good foot on yeah on the way in train on the way those two teams would play six more times yeah i could i could watch nothing but those games yeah they did last year and he got pretty tired of it yeah but they didn't play like that last year because there's no fans no in a in a in a playoff series, that'd be unreal. Yeah, it would. Leafs are actually pretty gritty right now, hey? Yeah. They look good. This is my intro, please. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Other than that, I'm the same as Rigo. Freaking cold. Really cold. Um, too cold, some would say. But uh, you know what? It's, it's mid-December. And, uh, you know, Christmas comes and then... January flies by usually, and then all of a sudden we're golfing again. So um, the winters are long, but also they go by pretty fast, just the way it's broken up with Christmas and shit. So um, no, that's it. We got it. We got a good show tonight for the folks. What's up? We're slipping here, man. We we started describing our drinks in every one of our uh, intros before, and we've we've since stopped that. I got a Caesar on the go tonight. Probably it's going down pretty quick, so I'll probably have a Labatt light in a can coming up soon. <laughs> Are you 75? Dire straits here. I got a bad. Is, is that what you listen to when, when, when you drink that or what? What's that? Man, dire straits. Dire straits. <laughs> that, uh, that song might be the most underrated song of all time. Like, <laughs> honestly, the first minute is like really slow, but then it just like slowly amps up. And uh, I think it's one of the best songs of all time. It, I wish it wasn't eight minutes long, but uh, when that's when it starts coming with the drums and then the guitar, and then it's like, ding, 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 you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> just the, the lyrics are really good too. And they say some words that are pretty offside nowadays, and I can't believe that they're still on there. So good, good tune. I heard Money cocaine for chicks for free. I heard them say cocaine on the radio the other day, and I was quite shocked by it. Uh, well, I think another, that's okay. It's just another prescription drug nowadays. Wow. See, 
<laughs> Anyways, tonight we got a good show for the folks. Hopefully, uh, if everybody did their homework, which I think we did, we got golf's greatest mysteries coming on. Um, so we all we all got one or two that we're going to talk about. We got some housekeeping first, probably, um, but that's the show tonight. And of course, before we get to that, what's up in drum drummerland? Drummer Street. Uh, we're uh, somewhat recovered from a illness sweeping the nation here. Oh yeah, uh, the little um, he's basically not a human. He's just a ball of <laughs> disease. So he got us sick, and uh, oh. yeah, kick, kick the kick the shit out of everybody in the house for a, a good solid week. Uh, so we got to spend it on the couch watching a lot of TV and movies. So I'm all caught up on uh, F1. Nice. I dove, dove dove into the race even on Sunday. Uh, I'm balls deep in F1. Love it. Ham- Hamilton. He Whoa. deserved to win that race on Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, that I mean, was a complete shit show for my first one. Oh yeah. I, like I was it like, was, what, eh? what is going on this entire time? I, I did fall asleep for like a half hour in the middle. It's good when stuff like that happens because we're kind of like uh, new fans. We don't really know stuff, so now you can understand like the the red flag and the and the uh, What's it called? The the virtual? Yeah, the virtual car. Kinda yeah. Cool. Yeah, wild, 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 wild. But I um I love that show. I think I like the show more than I like watching the race. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know what you guys have to do is uh <clears throat> I know it's like, okay, how much time do I actually gotta spend doing this? But you gotta watch the uh pre-show. It's actually unreal. This that uh yeah, European that guy. announcer that goes Goes around and just tries to talk to everybody. Yeah, everybody. It's unbelievable, so was that, man. That, was that the guy that tried to talk to Meg the Stallion and then she just blew him off? Did you see that? I think that? so, actually. Yeah. I didn't see that, but uh, yeah, something must have happened before, too. I'll, I'll have to dive into a little more. No, he literally, was, just, he literally just turned around and she was walking by and he was like, hey, can you give us a quick rap? And she was like, what? And he was like... <laughs> Uh, can you give us a quick wrap? And then her like security just took her away. And he was like, ah, okay then. And just walked away. Who's this? Uh, like whoever was interviewing, like all the guys in the pit. Yeah. But who did he try to interview? Meg the stallion. Meg the stallion. Never heard Meg the stallion. Meg the stallion. (laughs) Meg the stallion. Okay. I got you. She's a rapper. Yeah. She does. uh, Oh, you're saying Magnus. (laughs) <laughs> she does wow. Magnus Stell. She does your song Wow. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Yeah, she does. does she? Yeah. Her and Cardi. I thought that was Nicki Minaj. No, Cardi B. <laughs> I thought it was Beyonce, actually. <laughs> hey. Anyways, good to hear that, drums. So the boys, uh, Hamilton and Verstappen are uh all square going to the finals, eh? Last race of the year. Yeah. That's wild. This and one's a little it. early. That's it on Sunday, isn't it? It's actually incredible. Yeah, it's on Sunday. It's the last one. It's in Dubai as well. Um, Doesn't it start at like eight o'clock though? Yeah, but that's okay. Or you uh, mean at night? Has, uh, or in the morning? No, in the morning. Has anybody oh. won except Hamilton in like the last five years? He's got eight straight. Eight straight. Oh he's the God. Tiger Woods of, of F one. Not just because wow. he's black. <laughs> He's unbelievable, man. Like, he's, okay, I don't know. I do have a question, though. Why are they all, like, Twinkie? Like, weird? Well, they all look like they're, like, effeminate, very slim 
Yeah, I, I really don't know that. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant by Twinkie, but yeah, they, they kind well, of are. Okay, drums. Like, did you guys, did you see them come out of the car after like 10 minutes of racing? They were soaked. Yeah. That's like, you I'm have sure to that's, be, that's part of it. You right? have to be really fit to do that. So those things, uh, we shouldn't spend too much time talking about this, but I, I mean, I've been, trying, podcast on this shit. I've been trying to, I've been trying to talk about it for like the last two months on here, but like that one, one, uh, I forget which racer it was. It might've been ghastly does the race blindfolded. Like he has the track and he just, he's blindfolded. He's playing and he does the it video game. It's like a video yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Hey. Yeah. That's wild. But like those guys, you have to think of, they're going 300 kilometers an hour. Man. Like you can't even fathom that. Like you nope. can't fathom okay. how fast that is. Let's do a deep dive next week on okay. F1 okay. after we see the results of the, okay. um, I hope Max good. wins. I like Hamilton. No, I don't like I Max. What? No, I don't like him. I, I like him more than the media per, uh, like portrays him to be a dick. Like I do, I like him better than you're supposed to. I think. I'm a big I'm Charlotte. A, I'm a fan. I like Leclerc too. He's sweet. Yeah, so do I. He's with Ferrari. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Ferrari's just tainted though, <laughs> but whatever. We'll get into that next week. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Did so- did uh, that one guy come out of retirement this year then? Uh, yeah, last year, last yeah. year I think, because he wasn't in the no. last the last. Oh no, just this year. Right? He's back in. Uh, he's back with Alpine. Him and him and Lando. There's oh, lots that has happened. There. Yeah, there's lots. <clears throat> Anyways, let's move on. Housekeeping. Back to golf. Morikawa collapsed, unfortunately. <laughs> eh? Yeah. Whoa. Like, did you? Any, was anybody yeah, watching it? Uh, I watched. I watched bit. the I last few catch, holes. I didn't catch like the end of it though. You watch the start though, like the front nine. I watched maybe a half hour before he teed off. Fox Fox was texting me. I didn't watch the front nine. I watched a bit of the back, but apparently he was absolutely imploding. Like he lost two balls, and then he like duffed one. Like he was he was short of a par five, I think, and or no, short of a par four and two, and then he he duffed one. Like he actually duffed it like ten yards. I don't know. Hey, it happens to everybody, baby. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's tough. I, had, I wonder if he just I got sh- banged up with Tiger. That's what I was thinking. Well, didn't he get engaged last week or something, too? Yeah. He had a big week. Could be, but I doubt that that would cause him to go off the rails. Um, Pretty sure he's had a hangover before. Well, Victor okay, Hovland. Speaking, on, the, on the hero, though. Okay, go ahead. Victor Hovland, in his 50 starts since 2000. You guys ready for this? Five wins. Since 2000? Or since, since 2020, sorry. Okay. He's only <laughs> had 62 starts. He's only had 62 starts in total, but in his 50 starts since the start of 2020, he's got five wins, 11 top threes, and 29 top 25s. Pretty not too bad. 29 of Heck. 50 in the tw- in the top 25. What's he in the wor- yeah. uh, world ranking? Uh, I don't know. I think top 10 anyways now. Probably. You can't wipe the smile off that kid's face either, right? No. Yeah, it's good to see him win. I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, Morikawa had a chance to be world number one, did he not? If he won, yeah. Oh, really? So he's he's obviously number two. Yeah. That's unfortunate, eh? Cheers, drums. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's going to be weird to the listeners. Good to see 
Um, you look like you're just drinking orange juice. Me? Yeah. Oh, I am. Oh, sorry. No. Um, I'm sorry. The last bit of housekeeping I have is just that Tiger goes on a press conference on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Says that he's not going to be able to practice at all. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be tournament golf. And goes on to practice every day of the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like it's I, like is, that. Is, it's like that meme. Somebody call the ambulance for you. <laughs> <laughs> for you, yeah. Pulls out the gun. Yeah. <laughs> like what's happening? I don't understand. Like, are we being? He must be what? just messing with people. For right? sure, he, he has to be. Like saying he's not. But I love it. Play competitively. Yeah. Who cares? But he, he also he, said. Sorry, go ahead. Jeremy. I was gonna say in the next in the next interview he did he said he, he was pl- planning out tournaments and stuff so like he's right. all over the map maybe he's so maybe what, he's on the shit again and he can't keep his story straight. <laughs> he was actually broadcasting on Saturday. I tuned in for a little bit. He was actually on there right when I tuned in, which is perfect. But he said, um, like, yeah, people are seeing me practice and getting getting excited. He said, but the difference between me getting my game ready for a tournament where I go out and ride a cart with Charlie and play a tournament like that for 18 holes or whatever it is on a cart and just like really low stress. He said, there's a, people don't understand the difference between doing that and actually playing on the tour. And he said the amount of hours that I have to go into preparing for a tour event, the way he does it. He said that he's a long ways from that. So I don't know what, I don't know. Yeah. Even, um, like his last comeback uh, in one of the interviews, he said like all of a sudden it was, he went literally overnight went from hitting the ball 260 yards uh, on a drive shooting 76 to the next day. He was crushing it over 300 and shot three under. So it was like, Oh, okay. Now I'm ready to go. (laughs) So would that that just be like his, uh, I think he's full of shit. I think he's full of shit. Yeah, but he probably gets to a certain point without sure. going over it. Yep. Like whoever's helping him with it, they know what he can do, and then, and then he tries to the next day, and he can do it. Push it a little further. Yeah, yeah. And it could just be the difference of one move, right? Yep. Um, in that hero, in that hero, did you guys see uh, Spieth and Stenson's kerfluffle? <laughs> You know what? I, I honestly, I didn't even see anything until yesterday. And then I saw like the video, but I was at work, so I couldn't watch it. Oh, so they, uh, they, <laughs> they were actually team. the first group. Yeah. They, they were the first group off on Sunday for some reason. I think it was Sunday. Yeah, it was. And they, they were the first the group off because they're in dead last. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. There, I don't think the field was huge though. Was it? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. But still, so they go to the ninth tee box and I guess they, had two different tee boxes for this hole. They used one for one hole and one for the other. They kind of alternate them. And they just kind of went to this tee box without really thinking about it because I think this is the normal tee that they usually play from. Apparently, there was a sign in the clubhouse or something for the players, but probably not on the lookout for that. So anyways, they tee off from the wrong tees, both of them. And uh, the the official comes up and tells them that they teed off from the wrong tee box. And so they got hit with a two stroke penalty. And uh, so they were pretty, they did a press conference after together. It's pretty funny. There's a YouTube video about oh, it. Funny, man. Holy. It's, it's pretty funny. They had a pretty good sense of humor about it because they were in dead laughs, obviously. So they weren't too mad about it. Um, but I think it was Spieth who said 
they, he didn't think that they're actually going to penalize them because it was a charity tournament, but the, um, I mean, there's points at stake, right. And stuff like that. So why didn't the official hop in sooner? Like, isn't there a starter on the T box? I'm get there was after, and that's what they were kind of saying too, was that it, it wasn't after that happened, they had somebody on the team making sure everybody went there, but they were the first group out. So obviously they didn't see anybody ahead of them. Do it. And they said, uh, <laughs> like they said that, uh, it was Stenson's blocks and Spieth went up and he was, he was actually going to tee off first. And his guy, he was like, you don't have the block. So he, he, he stepped back. So Stenson hit. And then I guess Spieth was about to tee off again. And he was teed up above or in front of the blocks. He says his caddy told him again. So I don't know what the hell happened. I'm like, like but the, that interview is so funny, man. Stenson yeah, is so was. funny. It sounds like everybody just got gooned with Tiger down here. Right at this tournament, yeah, and then like last place got a hundred thousand dollars. So that's actually unreal. Yeah, it is. You get to hang out in the Bahamas. How cool is that? How cool is that trophy that they have? It's just like an old school weird tiger trophy. Like that's awesome. Yeah, it's weird. Definitely weird, but awesome at the same time. Um, Okay, so is that it for the PGA stuff? We got some draws to do. Two draws. Drums, you got the numbers ready here? Yeah, what are the, the random the randomizer generator or something? Zero to one sixty, is that what you said? Zero to one oh six. So we're gonna draw right now for a contest we ran on Instagram for a free ball marker from uh we got them a couple of years ago from Northern Ball Markers in the UK. They're pretty sweet ball markers. And uh, so I was cleaning up the other day and found one, so we figured we'd just give it away. And uh, so here we go. Um, I don't know if I can share my screen or not here. Probably, eh? Nope. You disabled it, drums. Please enable me. Bear with us here, folks. We, uh, we do not technology that well, I would say. Yep. Am I enabled? Okay, there's the Excel. I'm going to share it. <clears throat> All right, here's the list. So hit me with a number between 106 drums. First one is 72. 72. Oh, Jay Sunart, the winner of a brand new King Golf ball marker. Boom. Beautiful. And the second one, this was a, it's it's kind of weird because we had this one on Instagram. It has 106 entries. And then the one we did on uh, TikTok has, uh, uh, I can't tell. So this one's from 113 to 134 drums. 31. No, 21, sorry. 21. You got it? Uh, Or do you have to go from one to? Yeah, I went one to. Uh, so what, how many is it? I'll move them up. I'll move them up. Don't worry. This is really messing with people who are listening to the audio. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Come on, baby. There we go. Okay. One till, uh, 22. 22. Let's go. 11. Oh, you're just picking it with your head. Yeah. Okay, this was really the one I'd hope wouldn't win because I don't know what the name is. (laughs) 
this is not the full name. These are TikTok names here. There's new Waverly Country Boy, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this one says sometimes tonight, but there's like ten letters after that. I st- <laughs> I stopped typing. So, anyways, he wa- he's a very happy, hopefully, winner of. Uh, how do I get out of here now? A hundred T fuel. Oh, ball marker. I'll take. Nope. That was the uh, Instagram TikTok one is 100 T fuel. So, oh, dang. believe it or not, the the ball marker is worth, I think, 25 bucks, and the T fuel is worth about 40 bucks. And uh, no. there was about 10 times the entries for the Instagram one. So, crazy how and, things work. But, uh, and we have three times the followers on TikTok too. Crazy. Hey, well, that's that. Congrats to Jay Sunart for the ball marker. And uh, sometimes tonight is the night or something. That's who won 100 T-Fuel. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. If, you, if you're not on TikTok, get on TikTok, follow us. We've been doing quite a few contests, actually, um, on there for T-Fuel. And uh, we've been paying them out. So thanks for Sometimes in these times T-Fuel. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think those are mine yeah oh, all right so tonight we have gro- we have Grolf's greatest mysteries Mister, <laughs> go, mysteries. Again. go again golf's greatest mysteries there tonight go, so we got a couple stories each um what are they maybe we should just get the folks excited about what they are uh i got one on anthony kim's disappearance from the golf world Nice. And I think me and drums are going to tag team the Tiger Woods ball balance at Valhalla 2000 PGA championship drums is going to do uh, Robert Allenby, uh, the wildlife of Robert Allenby and Reggie's going to do uh, some mysteries or things that Augusta doesn't want you to know about Augusta. And then some Correct. pretty cool facts about Augusta too. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, I can start. No, actually, I'm, I've been talking too much. You know what? First, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk about DJ quick, and then we'll. Uh, this is just a quick recap because we we're going to talk about this, but there wasn't a whole lot on it. Uh, the DJ mystery behind his uh, fall at the 2017 Masters. Fall, yeah. I don't know. There's a few different stories out there. Um, there really wasn't much. Lots of people doubting whether or not he fell, but not much material as to what actually happened, if that makes sense. So there wasn't really a whole lot to dig into. Uh, well, it was at his house, right? No. Is that the place he was staying at there? Well, that's what I mean. Like his residence, yeah. wherever he yeah. was staying. Yeah. So there wouldn't be a whole lot of eyes on it or people to share their account of it. Yeah. he. I just, from, from reading, like he had a lot of, uh, and I don't remember this. I, I was younger and I guess I didn't follow it that closely, but he had a lot of shit going on for the first 10 years of his career. Yeah, he's a wild boy. Like a lot, man. He got like banished from the tour like four times. And he got a DUI when he was twice the legal limit. Like he he had a lot of shit going on. So I think he finally like got his act together. And Wasn't it after that he went to rehab? After he fell? Yeah. Yeah. Well, before that too. Because he was supposed to get married in 2014 and Wayner said no. Are they married now? Yeah. I thought they weren't for some reason. 
Yeah, right now, I think. You wish, drums. So he was like the world – he was the number one ranked player in the world, winning three straight tournaments going into that. And he was 11 to 2 odds to win. So I don't know how many guys have been that low odds to win the Masters. Other than Tiger. Other than Tiger, yeah. But even that, I, I don't know. But, yeah. Did I, him and Paulina also break up for a while, like after they got married? Okay, so yeah, just lost. pause, pause for a sec. What what's the story, um, Reg? Like what? Before we get it, like all these other things coming at DJ. Like what's the story from the the back injury perspective? Kind of what are you digging up? Like what what does what does he say? Yeah, they said that he was in his sock feet. It was raining <laughs> and storming, and the more- he went to get his kid out from the car or. There's two different stories. He went to get his kid from the car to get him out of the storm, or he went to move his car out of the driveway so they could bring the kid in there or something. But either way, okay. he slipped in his sock feet in the rain. So without knowing any other details about it, that's complete bullshit. <laughs> like the more the more details you go into stories like that, the it's a lie. Like, there's no way you don't go outside in sock feet if it's raining. So, what do you think? He could just went back to his his place and just got banged right up and couldn't couldn't go golf. Well, he he was either probably hammered or on something and slipped and fell. Well, the one so that you, I you do one, think he fell then? The one that I, I mean, heard, or the one that I dug up was uh, there was a bunch of guys partying that night, and apparently John Rom uh, decided he would hit on Polina and shit went <laughs> sideways from there. I guess there was a bit of a tussle and it ended up with DJ hurt. No way. That's what I read. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have to follow up on that then in the future, but, but how I don't think new details will emerge. I don't think anything will ever come out. Of it. I feel like we're on the same page though in the, in the sense that it definitely wasn't um, what they said it was. Mm-hmm. I think we can agree on that. It rarely is ever what they said it was. Right. But especially like this one. Let's hear about so, Bobby Allenby. Yeah, speaking of party animals. And then we'll go to AK after that. Another yeah, like so, so apparently Robert Allenby was like a, just a snap show. Um, there's tales of him uh, trying to fight his caddy, trying to fight other guys' caddy. Uh, <laughs> he would just get gooned up and just be a, a complete douchebag. Um, and I don't know if there's actually more to him, but the first kind of story that I came across, I got into uh, pretty deep. And uh, so this one was at the 2015 Sony Open. So they're in Hawaii, I believe. Um, yeah. And... Uh, so he missed the cut after the f- second day. Um, after that, things get a little murky of what <laughs> happened to old uh, Bobby Allenby. So his claim is that so drums that sorry. night. Sorry, before we go any further, what's the mystery here? So like mystery, what happened this night, or mystery, what happened to him? I'll title it. The mystery is. Okay. The kidnapping of Robert <laughs> Allen. Okay, good. So Robert Allenby has claimed that uh, at some point 
uh, in the wee hours of, uh, I guess it would be Saturday morning after missing the cut Friday, um, he was robbed, beaten, and kidnapped, and then thrown out of a car where he was found six miles from where uh, he had originally started out at a bar. So that was his recollection. So once stories started unfolding and the cops and everybody got involved, um, his story changed a little bit. Uh, he then said that he was approached by some people while he was at the bar after his friends left when he was uh, paying the tab. Uh, he was approached by three people, was robbed, tried confronting them. They grabbed him, threw him in a car, beat the shit out of him, uh, and then tossed him from the car. Now, he then said that that's what a homeless woman told him when she came across him as she saw the guys throw him out of the car. So a homeless woman, the homeless woman saw him. Uh, so then the, when, when the police started investigating, everything kind of went uh, quite sideways for that story. Uh, there was proof that uh, he had ended up with a bunch of buddies at, at this one bar. Um, he told police that he didn't go to the strip club where they found traces of his credit card use. Uh, so he kind of claimed that whoever stole his money had used it at the, at the peel joint. Uh, but then there was witnesses who had put him at the, at the strip joint for quite some time. So then he changed it that he, he was beat at the strip club and then he was drugged at the strip club. Uh, and then the police basically just wiped their hands of it and said, well, I don't know, this guy's nuts. There's zero proof of any of the claim that he had other than he was robbed at some point, but nobody knows where he was robbed or who robbed him. They just knew that he, he, he's without wallet. Uh, and then three months later, uh, they did arrest a guy that had uh, run up like $23,000 worth of charges on his credit card. So they did arrest that guy. So, But there hasn't been a story of how that guy came about, uh, Allenby's wallet or his credit cards or anything like that. Um, police, uh, police ended up finding and questioning the homeless woman that apparently had found uh, or had seen Alan B be thrown from the car. Uh, and she says, yeah, that's not what happened. I, uh, I came across him as I walked across the street from the first bar that he was at. And he was sitting there with two homeless men covered in blood. He was just like bloody. You, you can look at pictures and it. He's got like all these welts on his face and shit. So he was covered in blood and that was all she knew. That was all her story. She's like, I barely talked to the guy. He claims that she saved his life, all this shit. So then they found How do you out. track down a homeless lady? How do you, you track her down? You just know where they hang out. Okay. And so where did this all happen? In Hawaii. In Hawaii. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then the police <clears throat> talked to another homeless man. Uh, and he had, he said, I had a front row view to this. Uh, <laughs> a homeboy come out of the strip club, just hammered, tripped banged his head on the curb, split himself open and like knocked himself out. So this homeless guy like kind of ran over and kind of cleaned him up with napkins and shit. And, um, and, then, and that's apparently what actually happened was sure, he was all banged up, very banged up one night, very... and 
tripped outside, banged his head. That's it. And uh, yeah, the big kidnapping about Robert. <laughs> so, what's your uh, thesis on it? That's that's what I kind of like. Do you think that he fell? Do you think that yeah. he was that's drugged? Probably, that's what I would kind of think more is that he fell. Yeah, that sounds that sounds the most realistic. But yeah, who the hell knows? And so, where is he now? He's not golfing anymore, is he? I believe he's golfing, but just in Australia. Um, the other one is I saw he, uh, him and his caddy went like, like they fought each other. Like he's just apparently on course. Still, yeah. Yeah. On course. I forget what tournament it was, but it, I think it was shortly after uh, this incident that uh, they kind of came to blows on the course or they were very, very close and they had to get broken up. And then, yes. Yeah, so, so his caddy like walked off like Romeo and uh, in that movie Tin cup, yeah. and, cup and so he grabbed like just some random guy out of the stands and th- this guy came and finished uh two days i think on the bag for him i'm one thousand percent not even a question making a robert allenby twitter account as soon as this podcast is done right like how I, no question ever asked. heard anything about this story before it's wild. Yeah, I knew. I just heard that he like ended up in a dumpster or something, or something happened to him along those lines. But maybe he was just sleeping on the streets for a while. Yeah, shit show. He had a well, wild night. Crazy. And then just tried blaming it on uh, being kidnapped. That's that's everybody's first reaction or first thought when they wake up. Yeah, it is. Oh, fuck, I was claim kidnapped to, last night. <laughs> claim to be drugged or pretend you're kidnapped. I wonder if that uh, if his wallet ended up beside mine from Houston's that night in, in Brandon. Marathon man night. I got a wallet from Vegas that ended up uh, there too. Yeah, me too <laughs> in Vegas. And a phone. Oh boy. Oh, that's uh, that's pretty good shit. I think that sometime in the future, like these are these are considered like golf's greatest greatest mysteries. That's hard to say. Golf's greatest know, mysteries. I don't even know if it's really a mystery. Um, no, but like I'm thinking we should do a special on like wild things that have happened on course. Okay. Like for example, Alan B fighting his caddy. Like I never heard that before. Yeah, that's wild. There's got to be a ton of stories like that. There's there's so much that happens. Remember we talked about, I think we talked about it on here, but I think it was at the Masters possibly and, and uh, Rom had that lead. You guys remember that? I don't know if it was the Masters and he had the lead and like like he hit that like weird like snap hook like top shot and apparently like they this never was like showed last it. year wasn't it yeah and they never show it on camera but apparently he just went absolutely ballistic it was like banging his club over and just like running around the course like yelling at the top of his lungs like oh yeah oh that's the yeah, kind of yeah. shit that I want to see he hit one and it hit a tree and went into the yeah after that yeah. That's on our that's on our TikTok as well. Actually, I don't know how that got on there, but apparently he just absolutely came unglued after yeah. that. Like, I love that, but obviously they can't show that on TV. That's why I'd like to see golf uh, uncut, uncut, raw. Yeah. Okay, I'll talk about AK here quickly. Yep. I think that most of our listeners should have an idea of what uh, Anthony Kim is about and and whatever else. I kind of had a decent understanding of what. I mean, everything that comes into our reality is is usually filtered by the media or something along those lines but um so anthony kim was like supposed to be the next you know big star in pga and uh i know he was buddies with tiger nike signed him to a big contract and uh 
so he he had a few really good years. I think kind of his breakout was uh, the Ryder Cup um, when they beat Europe for the first time, and I think six years that was kind of his breakout moment. And then uh, in 2012, after a very abbreviated career, um, he had three starts in 2012, and uh, he withdrew from all three of those events. So with injuries. And so nobody's really seen him since there's uh there's been a few different sp spottings and, uh, and stuff throughout the years. But uh, the last time that he was actually kind of seen in public, I guess was uh, 2019. <laughs> are you, are we good drums? Yeah, no, I've seen. Uh, oh, okay. I also came across like there was a couple sightings in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in 2021, his coach, his, go his swing coach, posted a picture of them in Dallas, and the caption said, "2021 is going to be special." So that was January 2021, and uh, obviously it's December 2021 now, and we haven't seen any sort of uh, Anthony Kim spottings or anything. And uh, so that was that. And in, in 2018, there was like a mysterious swing video that kind of surfaced of, hi, of him online um, on the range hitting balls. And no one really knows where it was or when it was or anything like that. It just kind of appeared on some random account. And, uh, and then he was spotted walking his dog in 2019. Um, and whoever it was in Hollywood asked him, uh, about his golf game, obviously. And he said, uh, it's non-existent. So that was 2019. And so I guess kind of the conspiracy or the mystery behind it all is the fact that, uh, he, he took out an insurance policy on himself. And I think it was like, uh, a six figured contract per year. So it was, it was heavy. Yeah. It was like 20 sure. or 25 mil. Yeah. The, so the payout, um, was 15 to 20 mil. That's what speculated on it. So just a ton of different stuff going on with him. Um, it's hard to really say what the heck happened. Cause in 20, 2008, like he was making good money. So he made uh 4.7. I think he was like fourth or fifth in the world on the, in the rankings, he made 5 mil in the PGA and then he had 6 million bucks from a Nike endorsement. Um, but I think he really liked to party and I really, I think that he really liked to spend his money. I think his like first paycheck he got, he bought a Bentley or something. Um, so there were, there was rumors that he was like homeless and he was sleeping on the streets in, in Vegas. Like the next Tiger Woods basically went bankrupt. Apparently like there's no real confirmation on this. This is just a rumor that he was sleeping on the streets in Vegas and, uh, so that's kind of where things are. And the weird thing about it is like still to this day, nobody really knows what the heck's going on or why he decided to do it. He's a very private guy. Um, and so nobody knows what the hell is going on. And uh, I think that the, the thing for me that I didn't really know about it was he had a ton of injuries. So he had, uh, he had Achilles surgery. He tore his rotator cuff um, and he had a spinal fusion. So he had, he had six or seven like significant Major. surgeries. Yeah. In four years. So I think that it's pretty easy to, you know, find out that he has an insurance policy on himself. I would guess that most professional athletes do for sure. Mm -hmm. So but I think there's, 
I think there's a stipulation in the insurance policy, right? That said that in he order for him anymore. to collect the money, right. he can never play again or, or yeah. basically be seen like that at any turn, any professional tournament. Right. It had to be yeah. career ending. Right. Injury in order yeah. for him to collect the insurance, which is absolutely insane. Right. But I mean, also maybe that he was that banged up. Yeah. So basically all that I could find everywhere was, ba- was like just things like a guy walking the dog or a guy who saw him walking his dog. Uh, there's a guy who was going to the same gym as him for a while. And he said that he was re- like going through rehab and like training really, really hard to get back into it. And from that, that was his observation of it. And he was talking about coming back and said he had, had full intentions, but at the same time, obviously he's going to say that if you're, you know, but I'm, I th- I'm kind of on the side of after reading everything, I mean, six or to have six or seven major surgeries in four years and to try to play professional golf, like that's not easy stuff. So I think that me personally, I'm kind of leaning towards like, yeah, he just couldn't play anymore. And, you know, he maybe could have come back, but he, he decided to take the road of the insurance policy and just say like, okay, the guaranteed money. Yeah, I'm thinking I might be able to come back, but I don't really want to miss out on 20 million bucks, especially if he has like a, a gambling or a partying problem, right? It's so, pretty hard to see 20 million bucks in your eyes and 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 turn that down, especially if there's no guarantees of what your future is going to be like. Just yeah, for like, the record, like what's his age now? Like 30, he's 36. Yeah. Oh yeah, so he's toast. Yeah. Now he is, but I mean that was yeah. 10, 12 years ago. <clears throat> right. When this started. Um he was kind of uh he was kind of an original bad boy at that at that time. Like he I remember there was photos online even back then of him like partying in hot tubs with chicks and everything like that. So yeah, he would like, have been he would have been crazy on like Instagram if he kept that shit up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um like he was but, on the scene, hey, like with yeah, the, for sure. Like, like the Hollywood kind of crew and stuff yeah. like that. So and the one that I saw was that he he had gambling debts that needed to be paid. So um, he went that route and just made sure his gambling debts got paid. But yeah. yeah. So, so I think so that, is, that one is kind of a mystery. It what is, is the real sure. reasoning? And it could very well be that he has been injured and um, can't risk. I mean, Achilles, people used to die from injuring their Achilles, right? So, yeah. so well, he I went mean, the opposite way of a Vatican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he worried about his gambling debts. <laughs> Yeah, look smart. at the, uh, yeah Achilles. All you need to do is look at uh, Troy to see what how you know what the Achilles heel can do. <laughs> I knew you were gonna ride. say that. And <laughs> you know another thing, another Achilles. <clears throat> Eric Carlson. He's finally. I think his leg is finally maybe back to somewhat the strength it was before because he's actually having a good year again, right? He kind of went off the face of the earth for a couple of years. But he actually looks like the old Eric Carlson again this year. Well, I think like he's, he's pretty. Chew- I think he's chewing on the ice again. That's probably why. Well, yeah, I think he was the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Brooks Kepka. They just so, make it so obvious. I guess just uh, to clear out with AK here, um, there's a there's a pretty funny. Uh, it has to be from like early 2000s, maybe 2005, 2006. Tiger and him were doing like a, a range session. Like, I think that those range sessions are so underrated overall because there's such good information on those things. And, like, usually the players are pretty good. Um, I watched one on Moe Norman the other day, 
And it was so, so funny. Insane. So good. It is insane. insane. It's like it's like watching Rain Man golf. Exactly, exactly what it is. Oh, you my see God. That? It's you so crazy. He's the most confident guy yeah. on the earth, on planet Earth. So I take, we, I take we have to do... Back? We have back. to do a special episode on that's all Norman, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take the club back, follow through. That's what I do. Look at it. Exact same shot every time. So Just cut that um, high-pitched voice. God, uh, and hilarious. I just saw, it back on Mo Norman, I saw a video, or not a video, but somebody posted a, a photo online oh. of uh, him and Tiger meeting for the oh. first time. And they're shaking, shaking hands. It was a cool photo. You just take a crap there? Yeah, what happened? No, yeah, I, right? I got my favorite social media post of the week. I thought you were just going to bring oh. it up, but. <laughs> anyway. So anyways, that's, uh, that's where AK is at. If you watch that video with him and Tiger, you could tell that he's kind of just like a wild man, like listening to Tiger explain how he goes about things on the course versus AK. Totally different. Yeah. AK like, was like, I just don't know. I, give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I see a pin. I rip at it. Yeah, exactly. And so he hasn't had an interview since 2015. Hasn't been seen anywhere. Apparently, he has a major medical exemption to earn his PGA card back if he uh, so chooses to. And basically, with that, he he can play sixteen events, sixteen, and all he needs to earn is six hundred thousand bucks. So, but in I'd that, say, in that, you're gonna have to repay that twenty schmill. Yeah, exactly. Okay, wait. How so many? I think it's safe to say sixteen. 16. So, if he I played- think it's safe to say he's gone for life. If he played, he he has to win six hundred thousand to keep card. Yeah. So if so if he plays in the Hero World Championship and finishes last, he'll yeah. get a hundred thousand. So he only needs five hundred thousand yeah. more. Well, is it a is it a PGA Tour event though? I don't know. I don't think it okay, is. Okay. What about this? What about this? Do you think that qualifies for the C- the Champions Tour? Yes. Would it? AK just comes back and rips up the Champions Tour. I guess it would be professional golf, probably. Eh? Yeah, like yeah. it's still your career. Okay, let's move on. Cool stuff. Okay, so Augusta, I actually, I was only going to read for about fifteen minutes just to get everything, and I ended up reading like right up until I came on here. Just there's so much. Yeah, unbelievable it's got a long stuff history, eh? out there. Holy shit! So. This is this was just an article. Like the first thing I'm going to touch on is an article done by Golf Digest. It was titled "The Nine Things Augusta National Does Not Want You to Know." So <clears throat> the first one being how difficult it is. So every course in America, from what I understand, has a course rating, and Augusta has never allowed the USGA to do a course rating on Augusta. So the course rating, you guys know what that is, obviously. Like, say that you do add drums. So it, there's a, a there's a creator of the system works for Golf Digest, and he came up with a course rating of seventy eight point one for Augusta. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's the, what's the average on course? Do you know? Well, probably like like that's 70, the score seventy one probably. No, I would say the average would be like sixty eight because like. In order to be a scratch, you'd have to shoot 68 at Dolphin because the course rating there, I think, is 68.1. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So this is 10 shots harder, equivalent to par, which is <laughs> pretty crazy. But, I mean, that's, it's, actually, it's actually lower than I thought it would be somehow. 
So you're saying um, a scratch golfer would shoot 78 at the master at the Augusta, right? In order to, yeah. In order to no. be a scratch overall, you'd have to shoot 78.1. That'd be the like break even par not happening to keep, to keep the handicap going. So, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Rigo. Uh, no, you can go ahead. No, I was That's just going to say like Augusta so far seems like it's like a, an entity of its own, almost like a Washington DC type thing where it's just kind of like its own. Yeah. What town? I don't even know what, you don't even know what town it's in. It's in Augusta. In Augusta? But you just think it's, you just think it's a golf course. You just think it's a golf course in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, the, the thing about it though, like, yeah, you could say that you're not going to shoot lower than like 78 or you're not going to shoot 78 on that course. But I mean, the pros generally have pretty decent four day totals there. I know it's obviously, but I don't know if it'd be that much harder than like a whistling straights or somewhere like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, it would be, but I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. That's I mean, we don't, again. we don't watch it because of the <laughs> difficulty, right? It's mm-hmm, right. just the, uh, yeah. The beauty of it. The, yeah, the beauty of Augusta. Of yeah. So the second one is who its members are. So there's no set list. There's no, you can't find it anywhere. Who's on the membership list. The only time that you can find out, like the only time that people find out who members are is when they show up to Augusta wearing a green jacket because every member (laughs) of Augusta gets a green jacket. Wow. So I would have assumed that like those guys would be like, uh, have a billboard outside of like to show who's a member there. No. Yeah, there must be something go. sketchy with it then, if that's the case. Eh? Just like think about where it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get I'll get to that later. <laughs> uh there we go. The third is how to become a member. There, there's really no set criteria how you can become a member, but this one known fact is if you have to ask, the answer is no. So it's invitation only to be a part of the club. Um, Masters winners are not given a membership, even though they get the green jacket. They're still not given a membership to Augusta. So what does that sound like drums? What does it? We sound might like? get kicked off the internet though if we say that. Anyways, what what club is famous for invites only? Basically, Epstein. secret club. Well, same lines. Anyways, Anyways. go ahead, Rigo. What's for? Really. Holy Christ, you guys. <laughs> you guys are so messed up. Uh, no, I'm just, where I'm just the, repping where Jay-Z. The bird noises, just repping Jay-Z. Where the bird noises on TV come from? Uh, it's that produced guy. by C- CBS. There's They're not fake? actually that many birds around Augusta. Oh, that's what? gutting. It's just added yeah, on that is. by the TV. Um, yeah, wow. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. I guess we I should mean, have known that though, because they're just like they're pretty consistently perfect. Like, yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they've made a few deals with uh, the landowners around them. So there's the Augusta National and then the Augusta Golf Club. I think it's called Augusta Golf Club. God, I didn't write it down, but anyways, they're yeah, neighboring. I think it is. Yes. And uh, so they've made a few details. There's actually currently one in the works to lengthen the 13th. Augusta doesn't currently own that land but they are purchasing it from this. I don't think it's Augusta. Oh, it's Augusta country club is what it is. Right. Yeah. Um, so they're purchasing it from Augusta country club. However, no details have ever been released ever. What the cost is like, they we're, don't release anything like that. We're just taking There's no it. details. This is ours. 
Yeah, but like they pay them, but nobody ever knows what it is. It's like just a mystery. Uh, This one is kind of lame. I actually had it crossed off, but I'll go over it because it's on this list. How the azaleas stay so perfect. There's rumors that they throw it like they, on a good year, they take the bloom and freeze them in a freezer until August is coming up and then they plant them. However, in 2012, uh, the... (laughs) I feel like an idiot talking more, but the azaleas were clearly miscolored and it kind of shot down the rumor of this happening unless the guy dropped the ball in freezing them. But I don't think that happened. Uh, these are kind of cheesy ones. How the water so perfect. Uh, one of the Golf Digest writers actually was at Augusta and he took a water sample and brought it back to the to his house or to the lab. And there was found that there's blue Dye. Blue dye, blue food coloring that you'd find in a birthday cake in the in the water at Augusta. Brilliant. This one was kind of the one that fascinated me the most. Um, there's so the TV deal signed with N or CBS since 1958, I believe. They only sign a one year one year deal at a time. Really? And it's believed with CBS with CBS. It's just a one year contract at a time. And, they and just it's believe it's believed that neither side makes any money. And Augusta, instead of selling out and going to the highest bidder, CBS gives them full control to basically promote whatever they want. And they like that control, so they just roll with that and make money in other ways than the broadcasting. So that's why it's always with CBS, and that's why it's so elusive to CBS. And it's only a one-year contract at the time, which I was kind of fascinated by. No kidding. What what do you mean that they uh, they can promote whatever they want? Like the Masters can? Yeah, so what I think it's in, the, it's in the deal that they would I rather they have didn't promote con- anything. No, they'd rather have complete control of what's shown. Oh, which CBS it. gives them. That's why we didn't they, see that one angle of uh, Tiger's chip forever. Right, right. So they can kind of control everything. That's why they, they weren't video game. games. Right. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And then the the last of this unknowns is uh, the master's attendance. It's never posted anywhere what the actual attendance is. It's one of the most sought after tickets ever, but it's not like the waste management pumps every year what they have there, but it's never actually posted how many people are at Augusta, which I thought was kind of cool. I don't know. Just kind of another thing that they keep hidden. Um, To touch on what you guys were going at before, um, so the, the guy who started Augusta, Clifford Roberts, um, made a rule that there was no black players allowed and Lee Elder, who recently passed away, uh, became the first black person to play at Augusta as a player. And in 1990, they allowed the first black member. So this Clifford Roberts was actually quoted saying he actually joined forces with Bobby Jones to create this. He was a, he was a wall street guy who, who came together with Bobby Jones to create this golf course. And he was quoted saying, as long as I'm alive, all the golfers will be white and all the caddies will be black at Augusta national. And Lee elder played there in 1975 and Cliff Roberts shot. Was he alive? No way. Cliff Roberts shot himself next to Ike's pond which is like the pond on hole eight and nine in the par three, like the par three course. What? In 1977. So it wasn't before, but 
Yeah, he got him. cancer and shot himself on the course. Fuck him anyways. Oh, so it wasn't related to <coughs> the elder then. No. But it was two years um, later. Yeah. The U.S. Open, or uh, the Augusta National, when it was started in 1934, applied to host its inaugural tournament as the U.S. Open to get itself onto the scene and was denied by the U.S. Open, so they created their own tournament. Love um, that. Between 1942 and 1945, during the war, it was turned into a cattle farm. <laughs> so for three years, it became a cattle farm. And this last Really? One, wow, yeah. that's wild. So they, yeah, I don't know. They just completely shut it down. And they they thought they'd be more successful doing that, but ended up just turning it back into a golf course. And then it kind of became what it is now. But Well, I wonder if there was food shortages or something in that sure. time and they needed the cattle. Yeah, maybe so. Um, this last one, though, it is an unbelievable quote. Uh, they do not have ball washers at Augusta National. And... <laughs> A writer from golf.com quoted a starter. He went to play there and he asked him if they have ball washers. And he said, no, sir, we do not have ball washers. If someone is going to play or pull out an old dirty ball to play Augusta National, they probably shouldn't be here. <laughs> okay, but your ball doesn't get dirty playing? I don't know. Well, you just pull out a new one, I guess. I don't know. Is it is their thought process? Yeah, but that's... Wow. <laughs> If someone's going to play an old dirty ball, they don't deserve to play here. <laughs> Basically, what we got from that was Augusta is a secret society. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. They're their own group. That's wild, actually. But yeah, like that's that's part of the luster of Augusta, right? There's so much mis- mystery to it, but there's also such like this cool history to it. Mm-hmm. But then the back end of it is like this kind of shitty history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, well, no it's, kidding. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I think yeah, that's mostly everything you ever look into. I think there's oh, for sure, for sure. A but I mean, it, it, history for everything. It kept it up. Like they just mm-hmm. had their first uh, female member. Yeah, in the past ten years, yeah. right? Like that's fucking wild. Yeah, the first the first black female was in her first black female member was in 2012. There was a, a pair of them that joined. Black female. Yeah. Also, how much do you think your how much would uh your buddy feet? hate that one? <laughs> I don't know. Cliff. What's that, Jeremy? Hey, like what would your membership or your dues be? Uh it said thirty thousand to buy in and then ten thousand every year after that. That's fuck all really. No, there's gotta mm. be more than that. No, it's not that much because there's but, only three hundred members. Yeah, they're only letting you like just because you right. have that so money. So that should mean it's more. Yeah, apparently but apparently when it oh sorry. Well, I was going to say, like, just because we had 20, 30 grand, like, that doesn't mean we're getting in. Yeah, right. I guess money's probably not the thing. No. 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 But I wonder, like, how are they, society. where is their money coming from? If they're not making fun, money yeah. on the Masters TV deal, their sandwiches are, are $2. Like, they're, you got to be pissing away money on that, too. Yeah, but packages to go there and stay there are, like, 10 grand. That Can you golf there if you're not a member? That doesn't cover for, like, the expansion and all the actual shit that they were doing. Yeah, okay. There's got to be more to it. But Okay, boys. Sorry, 200 sorry grand you off here, but memberships. Let's uh I actually like the idea of also doing a August one. We'll probably have some time in the spring, especially leading up to the Masters where we could really dive into this and it seems like this is just kind of a teaser onto that. There's lots more to explore, I think, with that. I mean, tip tease. 
Yeah. So let's get into the final one here, right? Final one? Final countdown. This is... Uh, this actually is uh, wild. And I probably watched this video 20 times just looking for different things to that I noticed and stuff like that. 20 times today. Like throughout my career, I probably watched this video a thousand times. Is this one that oh, when it bounces on the car path and goes yes. down? So did you... Yes. Sorry, go go into a drawer. Yeah, so this is uh, Tiger Woods. This was in 2000 at the 2000 uh, PGA Championship in Valhalla. This was the the final tournament. Uh, the Tiger need the final major. The Tiger needed to win the Tiger Slam, um, which is similar to the Grand Slam, all four majors, but not in the same consecutive order. No, um, he got them in the consecutive order. He just didn't get them in the same year. Calendar right. Year. That's right. That's right. And so this happened on the 18th oval playoff versus Bob May. And I'm sure we've all seen the um, putt where he walks it in or he chases it and points it in. Um, that was that day, not this hole. But this is on the 18th hole playoff hole. Tiger pulled it left. And uh, so the, the only angle that I've ever seen, I mean, an angle from the other side of things would be such a huge benefit. Why doesn't somebody just go to Valhalla tomorrow? and show us what it looks like from the other side. But from this angle, you see the ball kind of disappear behind this shrub or trees or like fescue. Almost. Kind of a mound it, to it. Got, it was a yeah. little bit elevated. Yeah. You can't really see it go in there, but you it goes like past it. And then it appears to go like down this car path. <laughs> and there's this guy that's chasing after it. And then all of a sudden it comes back into play and he's still chasing after it and pointing after it like people do with any ball in the tour. And uh, so the conspiracy is that um, he kicked it out of the shrubs or threw it. Uh, apparently, people believe that throwing is more uh, possible based on how it came out of there. But what do you have? What do you have on it, drums? Because I have a few more things. But I, what do you feel about it? Yeah. So had you ever like? I've seen this tee shot. This whole sequence a hundred times in my life and I'd never had even just like thought that um oh yeah like that something's fucky here but then I watched it again after looking into this for sure this guy uh like tosses it down the car do you path. think so for sure like a hundred percent the way it's coming okay. down the way it's coming down towards um it's got to be like a, a bit of an embankment right like because the, yeah. the, the camera completely um, is blocked from where it goes, but it's coming down yep. kind of at this angle. And then Buddy starts kind of like tracing it, running after it. And then it, the camera loses it. And then all of a sudden the ball takes off a different direction. <laughs> and homeboy, really? yeah, homeboy's dancing around pointing at it. For sure, once you pay attention to it, it changes direction. It clearly goes a completely different direction. Mind you, did it go up a hill or an embankment? Yeah. And then it's very hard to tell. Hustle back down. Very hard. Or did Buddy grab it and toss it? I mean, it does take yeah. balls for somebody to grab it and toss it. Like actually, this was in 2000, though. So there was no, there was no, not everybody had cameras in their pockets and stuff. Maybe like not that, cameras, right? but somebody around you would have been like, "What the fuck yeah. are you doing?" Well, that's that's kind of what I want to talk about too. So quickly before for Tiger, I would, I would, I would for sure. I take a bullet, but so. I agree. I take a bullet. Okay. So there's a couple crazy things here. We know that this was the last piece of the Tiger Slam and had Tiger lost his tournament, never would have happened. 
it would have it would have changed Tiger's career, I think, a little bit because he was Tiger up by one. Was kind of like the he was, but this was in a playoff when this happened. Right, he was still up by one in the playoff. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. It's a three-hole so, playoff. But he, he still could have turned into a bogey or a double there, right? Right. May wasn't in good shape. Right. So the other cool part of this is that uh, Bob May, like, I mean, uh, outside of this, nothing. Re- he didn't do much. I mean, he, he had a good career and stuff, but he didn't do much. But without Tiger in the field here, and this is kind of what I think these guys had to go up against for this stretch of time. Without Tiger in the field, um, Bob May would have won this PGA by five strokes. So think about how much that would have an impact on Bob May, whether he won this playoff, if this is true or not. And if Tiger obviously wasn't around, like think about how things different would, how they'd be differently in Bob May's life without <laughs> Tiger in it. Now, in my opinion, more people know who Bob Day is than Bob May Bob at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, I mean, without Tiger in the game, like, nobody would even give a shit up. We wouldn't even be talking about nothing Bob else matters. Anyways, right? Nothing else no. matters. Um, yeah. I was watching because I couldn't just find the clip of the drive. So I was kind of watching um, the last few holes and stuff like that. And like, like Bob May was making circus shots, unbelievable <laughs> shots. Like, it was yeah, phenomenal. He, was. he drained like this insane putt on 18 for birdie. And then Tig had to drain like a really good putt. And then he chipped, he, he insane shot on the first playoff hole. And that's when Tiger did the track in uh, yeah. putt. But like Bob Day or Bob Day, now you got me saying it. Bob May plays out of his mind. Like he got lightning in a bottle for one tournament in his life, and one person stood in his way, Tiger Woods. How many guys did that happen for throughout his entire career? I was just going to say, like, the same thing happened to Rocco, basically. Rocco was absolute fire that week. And like a lot of times (laughs) on a broken leg, which is even crazier to to imagine. 2008, yeah. 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 Uh, these guys are like you said, catching lightning in a bottle, and Tiger's not even at his best, and he beats these guys. You know what I mean? Like, well, he was in two thousand for sure. Two thousand, he was. But in 08, he he was crawling off the tee box. <laughs> yeah, that's tough, actually. <laughs> and then he made that putt to go to a playoff hole against or, or playoff eighteen right against Rocco. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Rocco. here's my here's my theory on this drums. Yeah. I do not think that it was kicked okay. or thrown for several reasons, because it all happened in one motion. And although the guy disappears behind the bush and so does the ball, like there wasn't anything that really broke it up. And I don't, there was enough people around there. There was at least two people, two ladies that were on the other side of the car path, watching this direction of him, like 10 feet away from him. And they, if he would have thrown it or kicked it, I think that they would have had a different reaction to it. Like they did not react to anything. Right. Yeah. There was like, two, there was two ladies there. And then there was another two ladies that were just kind of in that same area. And the, but the two ladies were watching this guy go down the hill the entire time. And I think that if he would have thrown it or something like they would have pointed or they would have like made some sort of gesture, not, they did not flinch. Especially 20 years later, right? Like, we would have heard a story about it. Where are these ladies? Like, why has nobody interviewed these ladies? Well, it's like the Zapruder film. Nobody knows nothing. <laughs> They're probably locked up in the basement of Augusta. That's what I'm saying. They're gone. Yeah. 
they're gone. <laughs> That's could be right. Like who the Tiger, hell Tiger had them removed. <laughs> so, anyways, I'll retweet that tweet because uh, I mean it's easy to find. Obviously, you just type in Tiger Valhalla, but we'll retweet it and maybe I'll put a poll up on the podcast uh, Twitter and see what people think about it. A lot of controversy on that one for sure. Yeah, I'm like if if nobody else was around, okay, I under, I understand what you're saying, and I'm, I'm probably um actually in agreement with that but just the way like this guy's dancing around like an absolute momo and the way it <laughs> he disappears but the ball was going a completely different direction then it takes off down the cart path with more speed like it's it's sketchy as hell plus it's like the year 2000 so cameras were not high def no. like you could hardly see the ball go in there right based on the cameras that they had at the time but i mean like Man, there's 20 people around there. At least two people saw this, like, head-on, clear as day. We need to track these women down somehow. Like, well, we even got to track this the guy. Is, that's like a – Track that uh, guy down. Well, I mean, he's not going to tell the truth, but – Did you ever see dead. that – Did you ever see that documentary of uh, – that the, – the Cubs fan that caught that foul ball? <laughs> I didn't see it, but I, I heard there was one. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't he have death threats or something? He just about didn't make it out of the or building. Or did he die? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, he was living in, like, secrecy for, like, 20 years. <laughs> sports are wild. People love their sports. Yeah. What are we at for time here? Do we have time to do our social posts or save it for next week? Rigo, I know you want to talk about one. Yeah. Okay, give us yours, Reg. So, it was... A post from Puck Empire, who, if you guys don't follow, Jory, you wouldn't really have much interest, I guess, since you're not following hockey that much anymore. But Puck Empire. I have a Jet well, shirt on. No, I know. But, like, it's like all the rumors around the league and all that kind of stuff, like trade rumors and, and stuff like that. These guys normally post. And, like, stories around the league. It's actually an unbelievable follow on Instagram. But um, they posted a picture of Gretzky and his wife. I never would have put any ties together with this at all. But Wayne and Janet are co-producing a, a movie on the story Mo Norman. of Mo Norman. Whoa, wow. Let's Fucking go. Right. That's unreal. A movie. Let's go. Produced by Wayne Gretzky about Mo Norman. I'd rather what? have a doc. Maybe well, it will be a, a doc. doc. But it it's says it'll be like a doc. I mean, it says it can't a be a doc because you need to have Mo in there, don't you? To why co-producing a movie like about Mo Norman? It says well, a movie is a documentary, and the picture, the picture is Gretzky with his flow in that old LA Kings white jersey. Prime Wayne, how sick okay, are is, those is unis? A, oh, yeah, those you got to gas the helmet. Unreal. That helmet's got to go. But yeah, those are so good, so sick, so. Uh, what was I going to say? Is a documentary not considered a movie or is it just like a different category? Would they well, call it a documentary a, if it was? It's a category of film. What's a movie? A motion picture? Yeah. So like an action, there's action movies, horror movies, thrillers, comedies, romance, documentaries. Documentaries. So then that's a movie, you know? Yeah. Okay. So it Usually be, it says like documentary, but by the way. Like... If you, who, if you have who, any time, who's gonna play Mo Norman? 
Stan. Jack Black. Stan Almond. If you have two hours to dedicate, just type in Mo Norman on YouTube. If you have oh the rest God. of your life, what you do? Like that's now. that's like uh, it's there's nothing better than that. Honestly, his swing is so insane. It's so insane. And how he rope. makes oh, it's ridiculous. I would like you to know, see some of his short game clips because I never got into that. He did yet, say but. the only person that may he said may be a better ball striker than him is Tiger. And like this was in the two thousand, like early two thousands. So, mode have so been like, cocky. Mode have been like seventy something. You know, he's so uh, cocky, but like in not in a front. bad way. No, but he just hey. all he does is speak in facts. So he knows he's the best ball striker that is on the planet. So he just tells oh, you, warranted. "I'm the best ball striker." It's warranted because yeah, he is. He was. Yeah, uh, super cool. I wish there was a way, and we're still trying to find ways to get. Maybe we'll have. Stan on here with Stan, Fox. Yeah. He might be more comfortable with Fox on here. Uh, they became pretty close. Um, Fox oh, said God, that that'd be so good. Fox said that Stan came over to their house for supper one night and told stories about Mo Norman for over two hours. And he said nobody else. It was him, Stan, and his mom and dad. And he said nobody else really said a word the whole time. And Stan just told stories that uh, these are. This isn't a story that we could go online and find like right. Stan was like best buddies with Mo at the time, him and his, him and his brother, Will for like best buddies with Mo. So these are like stories. That, this out, these are stories that have never been told really online. Yeah. They haven't been for sure. Yeah. Like so, nobody would know them other than Stan. I mean, other than uh, Stan, Stan would have told people, but yeah, maybe. still different than, you know, the general public, the general public knowing it. I think that that would be so cool. I know we got to find a way. Oh, we got Christmas. Yeah. We might have, we might have to do it this Christmas. Like yeah, Ted might come home. So all right. Well, you guys probably be our, our way. Yeah, yeah, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. That was a good good show tonight, boys. It was okay. good to be back after uh what even happened last week? Well, I was sick. Uh, there was a thing and the dog was barking. We couldn't. Oh, yeah, I was pretty sick, sick last week. Okay, right. drums. Well, everybody uh, hey like drums quickly, sorry. Drums, did you catch my intro the other night? When I, when I, uh, oh, I did. Yeah, it was impostered you. I was going to really let one go, but I just like last second <laughs> bailed on it. Cause it, you got to have some confidence to pull that one off. And uh, you've done it enough to do it. I couldn't do it. So props to you. Gotcha. I didn't want to blow the microphone. All right, boys. Well, wrap her up for a week. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll see what happens next week. We made it through this one, uh, unbelievably. I didn't have faith, wow. but we made it through. Shout out to MTS, I guess. I MTS? told you guys. How you doing? I told you guys. That's what I'm here for, I guess. Hey, let's it. get out of here. MTS. It's freezing cold. I'm going to go uh, bathe. <laughs> get that sight in your mind for next week. Yeah. I'll take pictures. I'll send pics. <laughs> All right, boys. Hey. Peace out. Love you. Later. Love you, boys.